What's up? What's up, everybody? Happy Tuesday. Uh, hope you guys are doing well and, um, you know, making buku bucks. Buku means a lot in uh, Louisiana. <laughs> that's that's one of their terms there. Buku money. Anyways, so I've been listening to and watching some videos regarding hypnosis and multiple personality disorders. You know, uh, so I was watching videos about a guy who was on stage and he got hypnotized. And, you know, when, when the hypnotist told him to raise his hand, he raised it and whatnot. And whether or not this is true, it really makes me think about the uh, susceptibility of human beings to really conform reality to what they believe, right? If if the person being hypnotized um, is really being hypnotized, right? Let's just say, whether or not you believe it or not, let's, let's just say the person being hypnotized really is hypnotized and the hypnosis actually was able to affect that person on some level. Now, to me, if that actually happened, it's not magic as most people would believe, right? Like the 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 hypnosis, the person doing it has some kind of spell or power or or uh, otherworldly ability to affect somebody else via hypnosis, right? That's that's what I don't see it as. I see it as the person being hypnotized. It's so susceptible to outside influence that they believe they are hypnotized and will listen to every word the hypnotist says, right? Because if you think about it, most hypnotists are verbal, right? They tell you, go to sleep, raise your left arm, uh, stand up, uh, flap your wings like a bird, right? They're, they're verbal cues. Now... How come the hypnotist couldn't do that without saying anything? How come they couldn't make their subject uh, stand up without having to say stand up, right? Because, because then they wouldn't... Because since they really have no real otherworldly power, they, they simply can't just transmit that, that uh, demand to the, the subject. They have to say it. Now, because they have to say it, and because the subject is so susceptible to hypnosis, uh, the subject believe that they have to do it. You know what I mean? So, this is not a testament to the hypnosis ability. It's actually the... I'm, I'm, I'm calling to focus the, the ability of fooling ourselves. How, how much we are able to fool ourselves. That's what I'm really trying to get at is that our own beliefs and our own perception of reality is so goddamn strong such that you will believe that you are being manipulated by somebody else via their otherworldly powers. You know what I mean? Not only that, we are so easily fooled that the audience is so easily fooled that they think that the hypnosis has some kind of power. This is just like how uh, magicians work and operate, right? Of course, everybody knows now that magic is not real, so they know how that works. 
But if you go see those televangelist uh, shows, the 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 you know the religious shows where they have online or they conduct at their churches, but they stream it or or record it and put it on YouTube, put it on TV, whatever it is, and you would see this all the time. You see people getting you know uh, someone sitting in a wheelchair. And one of the pastors come up, puts their hand on on the person, whichever person's head, and say, "You are now healed." Right? And then suddenly the person stands up, the person in the wheelchair stands up, you know, and everybody goes in crowd, or everybody in the crowd goes crazy. But but uh, what you gotta understand is most of the time those are paid actors. Right? The person in the wheelchair is a paid actor. Okay, I mean, I, I've I shattered your world. Well, you're welcome. Welcome to the red pill. Welcome to awareness and actually see what's going on in the world. And it's kind of sad how these uh, televangelist TV shows actually have tons and tons of followers believing that they have some kind of superpower. Right? Believing that, that these pastors from these churches have the ability to heal. Right? But... <clears throat> Another point I want to make is that none of us really have any influence on others. We, we do to an extent, but we don't have the ability to influence others as, as much as we think, right? It's really up to the, the own individual. Let's say the, the wheelchair individual was not um, was, was not paid a paid actor, but he was actually a uh, you know, someone with, with a disability. And he went to the pastor, and at that moment in time, the pastor put on his head, put his hand on, on the dis- disabled person's head, and said, you are healed. And because that, that disabled person truly believes it, somehow the connection, gets, uh, the electrical connections through their body, through their spine, finally connected and and um, caused their legs to work so they were able to stand up. Right? So what I'm trying to say is that the human body and the human human mind is, is a lot more capable capable than we believe. That you can get through a lot of things with sheer willpower, and crazy things can happen, right? Um, there there are stories of cancer patients um, no longer having cancer because they truly believe that the cancer will go away, or that they will be, have a healthy body, you know. And there are also other stories of people with multiple personality disorders actually having different physical uh, physical ailments depending on the personality that they are partaking in. Say, say um, someone with a personality of a nerd and a jock. When they become the nerd, their eyes somehow causes them to need glasses to see. But when they transform to a, uh, the jock, they no longer need glasses. But somehow their their heart rate also is elevate because they do a lot of uh, activities or whatever it is, right? So the mind and the brain and the body can do some miraculous things so long as, as you believe in it. But it could be it could also be fallible, of course, right? And how I want to tie this into the market is that. You, as long as you have a, per, a certain perception of the market, a certain way you believe the market should behave, that's going to become your reality. 
right? So if you think the market is rigged, then the market will be rigged in your own per- perception, in your own reality. If you think the market is tough, the market will be tough. If you think the market requires you to stare at the screen for eight hours a day, then that's what's going to be your reality, right? <clears throat> but there's, you know, the flip side to that is if you think the market is easy, it will be easy. If you think the market is, um, you know, something that you don't need to constantly look at, but you just need to, you know, check check on it here, here and there a couple times a day or a couple times a week, then so it will be, right? If you think making money, you have to step on other people and and lie and cheat and steal, that's how you got to make money. Then that's how you're going to live. And the crazy thing about the world is there's no right and wrong in this world. There's only what people believe, right? There's, there's There um, are good parts of a country and there are bad parts of the country. Because in the good parts of the country, those people believe in a certain thing. And when I say good, I just mean, you know, nobody really kills, shoots, right? They go to work. They make their income, honestly, right? This is because collectively, this is what all the people want to believe. So that happens into the world. That happens in reality. And there are parts of the world where everybody is lying, cheating, stealing, you know, killing, murdering one another. And that's what happens because that's what they believe they have to do in order to live. Right? They believe that that's that's the fact of life. And I'm not blaming them. I'm not saying it's bad or good to be, you know, living in these areas. I'm just saying that things happen because of what people think. There's no other way around it. There's no other way for things to happen. So if you make it hard on yourself by thinking you constantly have to learn something new about the market, you constantly have to, uh, uh, you know, read the news, you constantly have to keep, uh, keep yourself on track of things, then that's, that's the life and the reality and the paradigm you're going to be in, you know. And if you think that everybody around you are shitty people and they're out to get you and, and, and you, you hate it, well, that's the reality you're going to live and that's how it's going to be. Right, and I'm no scientist. I'm no nothing, but I truly believe that you have the ultimate power in creating your own reality. And you know, who am I? Who am I to say? I am only speaking about these things based on my own observations, right? But based on what I know and based on how I live my life, I can truly see the the truth of what I am saying, which is that I have the ultimate control in how I enjoy my day, in how I enjoy my life, and how I want to live my life, right? And if I keep thinking that that I have to get rich before I can be happy, if I, I have to make this trade work in order for me to be happy, if I have to, uh, you know, lie to this person in order to get what I want, then that's going to be the paradigm that I live in. Right? And if I keep live thinking that, oh, everybody's so much cooler than me, everybody has so much more money than me, that everybody is so much more happier and successful, more successful than me, that's going to be the paradigm that I live in. So now I am very conscious and aware of what I'm talking to myself in, in a self-deprecating way such as that. Right? Now, you know, I tell myself, I can do this. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Right? I can... 
I can just uh, enjoy the things that I'm doing. I can enjoy working. I can enjoy spending time with my family. I enjoy spending time with my friends. And when I do go sp- uh, hang out with my friends, I'm not so worried about what people are saying about me. I'm not. I'm not trying to keep up an image because I tell myself that people will like me no matter what. That's the image I tell myself. Regardless of whether my trading uh, or not my trading works, regardless of whether or not I become the next Warren Buffett, I can still enjoy and live life the way I dictate. And when you get into this mindset, it's just so freeing. It's so freeing. I mean, this is the real superpower in my opinion, right? How, How amazing it is to dictate what happiness means to you and just live it because this is what everybody is chasing but they are chasing external things external validation and they don't get the fact that there is nothing outside this world that's more important than your own mind right in in the outer world than your own mind i can be happy as a clam to sitting in my room closing my eyes and meditating as I am going out, partying and clubbing and, you know, drinking myself till I black out. Right? It's, it's, it's a story you tell yourself. And even if you are, let's say, disabled, you can... And I, I know this is tough and it's going to sound damn weird, but I, if you still, if your physical capabilities are still there, but somehow you're disabled because, you know, such and such reasons... Um, if the physical abilities is still there, but you can't move your legs, then that means there's something in your brain that's blocking you from moving your legs. I'm not saying it's voluntary, but there there are some codes that are often within your brain that's not allowing you to use your legs. So until you truly believe that your legs are still there and it still works, then they will work. Right? If if all your your you know your nerve endings and your spine is still intact. Um. But anyways, to get back to what I was saying earlier is that it's, it's, it's what you believe, guys. If you believe that the market is rigged, it's going to be rigged. And if you believe that you have to post 10 million different posts about your positions on social media in order for people to, to you know, applaud you if you do win, then that's, that's what you're going to need. But I know that when you do that, when you just try to seek validation from other people, from outside sources, when you don't have those anymore, you're going to feel so empty inside because you don't have that fullness within you, right? And I always say this to people, you want your cup to be overflowing. Imagine the cup, a, a golden chalice, if you will, okay? A lot of people carry the, the chalice around asking for other people for water. Can you fill my water up? Uh, can you fill my chalice up with water, please? Some of your water, right? That's and that's when people become. That's when you feel people are needy. They are insecure. They uh, lack that self confidence. They are so they are always looking for other people to fill up their their cup with water. And some some so there's three types of people. That was the first person. The ty- uh, uh, second type of person is someone who whose cup is full of water. Okay, their water is full. They're good. They don't need all the validation of the people. They don't really care uh, because they have their cup and they have their water. So they're good. They don't need to, you know, suck up to anybody. But that's it. 
Like, but because their cup is full, they they can only help themselves, right? Their limit is themselves. They they only have value to themselves, right? So that's the second type of person. The third type is someone whose cup is overflowing with water. You know what I mean? So they have more than enough to give around, and that's the type of person you want to be, where your cup is overflowing, where you don't. In, not only can you provide for yourself, but you can provide for others. Okay, and that, that's when your cup is overflowing because you're you're so abundant and then full and and full of energy and love and and just excitement for life that you can flow it down to other people. And when you when you come across someone like this, you know right away because you can feel that not only is he's cool inside, he's good, he doesn't need anything from you. But he's giving you. He's also giving you all this, right? He's he's praising you, you know. He's he's actually um, telling you you're doing a good job, or he's giving you gas money, or he's giving you because he's a good person and good friend, and he has more than enough, right? Um, so to tie it with trading, you really don't want to come at a, uh, at it with a frame of mind that you need it to work. That that. That if training doesn't work, then you you'll be less than nothing because you believe that it's gonna happen, right? And that's when you trade poorly because you trade emotionally. And everybody knows how emotions work in trading; it fucks you over. Okay, so you want to have that mindset where you're overflowing, which is love, joy, and energy, where you really don't need anything from the market except you you can actually provide something from the market, right? You can provide that discipline and order in the chaotic market. That's how you can. Uh, extract profits out of it. All right. Uh, today is a little long-winded, but I, I this these are actual topics that I really enjoy and want to talk about. So I hope you guys got something out of it. And again, if you have any questions, hit me up. Uh, I'll be here to help. All right. Thanks. Bye.